Let's dive right into step two of how to recruit a monster team. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Last episode, I talked about the groundwork that needed to be laid before you start to bring in a strong sales team. Now, just a quick summary of that. You need to have a predictable process that people can get results in, right? And most importantly, too, is you need to be hiring the right people. But we just, you can't 100% know that every time. And so those, those first two weeks are crucial to a team that you are spending time with the 20% of recruits that care about this job and are willing to make the sacrifices. If you spend all your time with recruits that really don't care, that say they do, but by their actions they don't, you're gonna, you're gonna just burn out. You're gonna lose all the time you need to spend on the people that actually care. So just be careful of that and that's a reminder. Now, let's say you have that groundwork, that foundation like put down, it's, it's strong. You have a process, you're consistently getting sales and maybe you have one or two other people that are getting sales. And they're on autopilot, right? And you know what their process is. Like, you know, you go into home, you do this pitch 20% of the time, 30, 40, whatever your, your closing percentage is, it works consistently. You just follow the process, all right? Now you're ready to bring people in. You have an amazing product. You have a great process. Let's get some people in. Let's get them, let's change some lives. Let's make some money. Let's get some sales. Let's grow our company. Now, the first and easiest way to get recruits is attraction recruiting or attraction marketing, okay? Very, this is the simplest thing you'll do ever. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's so simple, it's stupid. And a lot of people ignore it and they think like, oh, I need to get recruits by paying for them. I'm a zip recruiter indeed or whatever. And we're gonna go over that next time. But your best recruits will come from word of mouth, bar none. The best recruits I've seen have come through word of mouth. And so here are two techniques and they, they, they're intertwined on how to get recruits through attraction marketing after you have that process down. So the first thing you need to remember is don't grow too fast, all right? Don't grow past your britches. And, and, word, and word of mouth or, or attraction recruiting will help you not do that. Some people like want to get started recruiting so they pay for Indeed ads, they pay for recruiters and all this stuff, and they get like 20 recruits and they can't handle them all and then they just fail. I've seen it happen to teams time and time again. But if you first focus on getting the process down and then attraction marketing, attraction recruiting, you won't grow faster than you, than you can handle, right? So the the first that I guess that's a preface. The first part of attraction recruiting is just like the first part of recruiting is you have to have your crap together. Like you need to have your life together. You need to be making sales. You need to be making money. Because here is the secret: people don't want to work for someone they don't want to become. <laughs> If you like, like this is you've heard the saying before. People don't leave companies; they leave crappy managers. They leave their boss, and that's also true in recruiting. People don't come work for someone they don't want to become. And so, I, I see some, sometimes I see these people that are like just not very good individuals. Like, 
or they're, or they're like close-minded or they're like very they're too personal. They're very, very private individuals. And they're, they wonder like, why don't people come work for me? It's because they don't want to be like you. <laughs> it's that simple, you know? And if you don't want to be like you, the only way they're going to stay, you don't want to be like you. It, it is that, like, it's that stupid simple. And I've said that a few times. Like I, I said, I preface that. You're like, well, that makes a lot of sense, Cody. Like, yeah, I already knew that's like, but it's that important. Like, I, I don't know how many times I see people that are like, they're on Facebook. They're talking about how stressed their life is. They do political posts or, or, uh, the people that are on social media and they, they're little, zero, literally zero social media. Like, and they don't, you can't see what they're, what they're doing. Like, they don't, the, there's no person they want to be. There's no persona around this person. They're not, a, they're not an attractive manager to come work for. I don't mean attractive in how they look attractive in their lifestyle. Right. And that, that if you're not being the best version of yourself and you're not someone that people want to come work for, they won't work for you. It's that simple. And so the first thing you have to do is you have the first person you have to fix is yourself. So you have to think like, what kind of person would I want to work for? And be that person, you know, be that, be gregarious, be, be patient. Be, be firm, be bold, uh, be loving, have an amazing lifestyle, right? You know, if, if I drove up to a meeting and the recruit was driving some like old banged up car, I would think twice about working for that person. Actually, I probably wouldn't think twice. I'd probably just think once and leave. Because um, those kind of people, you're like, uh, you're not, the signs of success are not following you. So I'm not going to follow you either. It's, it's <laughs> in, in people's minds, it's very simple. Like, Funny story about this is I used to drive a Prius and I like more environmentally conscious cars. I if if I had a choice right now, I'd probably be driving a Prius or Tesla. But I understood that people have some kind of weird thing that if they see someone driving a nice car, they instantly think they're successful. Doesn't matter if they're in debt or not, or how much that car didn't or didn't cost. Like they just automatically think you're successful. So what did I go out and do? And what actually worked is I bought a BMW. A nice BMW with an M series package. It looks super slick and it's like instant street cred. People like automatically like, Oh, he drives a really nice BMW and he takes care of it. It looks nice. And that person must be successful. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. Um, but people like instantly got street cred. It was really interesting. Like I, it's not like my sales were more or less when I had the BMW versus when I had the Prius, not like I was making more or less money. Nothing really changed. Um, but it was really like when people got in the Prius, you could just look on their body language. There's some doubt. Like, is this person really making this much money because he's driving this Prius? And instantly when they get in BMW, they're like, wow. And they'll say it. They'll be like, this job must be paying you well. <laughs> and then they listen to every word I said because I had a lifestyle and I showed it off a little bit. Not that I wanted to, but like it just made sense. And like salespeople were attracted to that. And so I'm not saying you have to go out there and buy a nice car. But don't be like super cheap. Don't be don't be a cheapskate, and and just live a good lifestyle. Like be happy, have a good family life. If, if your family life's good, like have good friends. Like and don't be afraid to post it on social media. If you do that, people will naturally. This is the coolest thing ever. They'll naturally want to be around you, and they will ask you, "What do you do for work? How how much money does that make?" Like they will naturally want to come work for you. It's it's amazing how that works. If you are a good person and inspiring to be around, people will naturally want to come work for you. And it doesn't matter how big or small your network is. It doesn't matter what, whatever. All these excuses I hear about recruiting. I don't have a big network. I don't know a lot of people. Well, that's because guess what? Not a lot of people want to know you. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. Sorry. Like I'm, I'm, I don't mean to be blunt there. 
but th- that means something you got the only like there are people out there that are recruiting massive monster teams and if you look at all of them the very con- a very very consistent thing is a very consistent pattern is that they're good inspiring people to be around and people want to be around them and if people are going to them versus you then you got to take a good look in the mirror and be like what do i got to fix you know is there something in my personal life that's off am i not being an inspiring leader or manager you know, what do I need to do? Do I need to get more self-education, some more help, some more coaching? So someone's going to be honest with me and be like, Hey bud. Yeah. Like this part about your life is really pushing people away. You need to fix it. You know, it's, it is what it is. And guess what? I've been there. I've, I've been that person that like other people don't want to be around. And I wondered why I wasn't recruiting people is because I didn't want to be around them. Once I fixed that recruiting was easy. I never had that quite. It was like, it, I, it was, it was easy to find good people to work for. All right. So that's the first piece. If you don't have that down, nothing else matters. Right. Even if you're doing paid advertising, you're only going to get so far right for recruits. So get your, get your life in order, be the person other people want to be. Um, and just, just if you, to summarize this like little section, I'm going to go over some, one other thing, but to summarize this, like first part is people don't leave bad companies. People leave bad bosses. And, uh, that's the same, that the reverse is also true. People don't come to, bad companies. They don't come to bad bosses. They come to good, inspiring people. They good, good attracts good. Okay. Opposites do not attract in this case. And so the, the next thing is you have to be reaching out and you have to require your employees to reach out to friends and family. Okay. Um, and, and the, the easiest way I've seen this is every time. So just like this, I stole this from Google and, uh, every time some Google or Facebook gets a new hire, what they do is they say, write down your, your 10, five, whatever number it is, your five smartest friends, your five smartest, most successful people you know. You write their name down and their number or their Facebook profile or whatever. And guess what? Google and Facebook reach out to them and say, hey, we hired this really talented friend we know of yours. And uh, he said, you were super smart and talented as well. We'd be interested in, we're interested in seeing if there's a good fit for you here in this company. And what is that person gonna do? They're gonna feel like that ego is gonna stroke, be stroked a little bit. They're like, Wow, someone thought I was a value. Yeah, I'll at least look into it. And they'll at least look into it. And if they're going to do that and you have a proven system and people are making money, guess what? A lot of them are going to leave their job and come work for you. It's that simple. So new recruits, old recruits, have them make a list of friends and family and you reach out to them and just say, hey, your friend put you on a list of people that they thought were extra talented and, and successful. And I wanted to reach out because we're building a team of that like-minded people. I'm not saying I'm going to give you a job right now. I'm not saying come leave your job. I'm saying let's at least have a conversation and see where it goes. Does that sound fair? That's a very reasonable proposition. And someone that's successful and looking for success will at least sit down for lunch with you, have that conversation. And they might not join, but they might have somebody else that's looking for a job that joins or they might not join then, but later on when they're looking for a career change, they're going to remember someone stroked their ego and someone offered an opportunity and they're going to come back. So that's, that's the second skill you need to do is just be constantly asking for referrals from your existing employees and existing networks. And you'll be surprised how far it'll go. All right. So that's part two of recruiting a team, attraction recruiting, really simple. It's really simple. Be the person you want to be, be the other person other, others want to be around and reach out to other like-minded, successful people. It's not rocket science, people. Like it's not rocket, rocket science to recruit a big team. 
Some of the biggest companies in the world for direct sales are built on these two principles. That's it. They don't pay a ton for Indeed ads or recruiting. They don't, they don't, that's not like they're trying to, it's not like they have some like deep, dark secret. I guess this is a secret, you know, but uh, it's just a lot of hard work and being a good person. And that's the tough part is there's not a lot of those out there. So if you're one of those people, you'll find them. So put that down. Um, also, please, if this is a value to you, if this is something you're like, man, my company needs to hear this, um, please share this podcast. Um, I, shameless pitch here. I do consulting as well. If you're like, wow, this guy's actually has some value to bring. And I think he could, if, if, if he's giving this content out for free, I wonder what he could do to help build our team and hit our goals in 2020. I am more than happy to have a conversation with you and your company, whether you're a manager or you're an owner, and see if we're a good fit. We might not be. We might be. Again, it's worth the conversation. It wouldn't hurt to see the potential and how we could grow to see what we can accomplish together. And this is an amazing year. We're gonna accomplish some amazing things. So subscribe, share it, and we'll talk to you at part three coming up next time on how to recruit a monster team.